G'day, Sean and Anthony here. Uh, thanks for tuning into the podcast. Tell us what you really think. We're just going to cover off on reviews of different uh, financial services, apps, technology, articles, services, and products. We think there's a lot of uh, a lot of bullshit marketing out there at the moment, and the reality is we can see through a lot of it. We deal with these products on a daily basis with our clients, although this is going to be completely unbiased and completely unsponsored. It's just our general opinions based on our financial experience. We think we can add a lot of value and you can do a lot of research through this podcast on different things that you're considering to help you and your financial well-being. We hope you enjoy. Anth, we're back here for uh, episode number two. When we when we started the podcast, we obviously didn't want to do we didn't want to make the entire program or the entire show about uh, finance and mortgages specifically. Obviously, we work in that space, but um, it's looking like episode two is going to be based around lending again. Which again, unfortunately, <laughs> no, <yes>. unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this is the way you, we wanted to use this podcast as a bit of a break from lending and to to have a project on the side that we could talk about other things we're interested and passionate about. But it looks like it's going to be another another lending uh, lending topic today because with all of this COVID bullshit going on, now we're starting to see. I I reckon people are starting to settle down a little bit. So the last couple of weeks from when we did the episode two and a half weeks ago to now, um, people seem to be settling down a bit. But the banks now are starting to ta- starting to make some pretty big moves. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's becoming the norm a bit. Everyone knows what we're in for. Yeah. It's a long haul. It's it's all the things that the government has been drilling down yeah. into us. But we are starting to see that effect. It's, the, right, it's the, flowing the, the, the lending The lending landscape because banks are now taking the same approach, the same view of six yeah. months and uncertainty. And yeah. Even though it's not that bad. They carry on. Carrying on a bit. It is, it is starting to affect a lot of our clients unnecessarily. And some blanket approaches that, yeah, we, we spoke about it this morning when we came in after the long weekend and seeing the banks have probably put their put their thinking caps on and made some uh, interesting calls on how would how how they're going to be viewing their lending policy. Yeah. Um, so we'll cover a couple of those things, and then um, one of the one of the um, topics that's been in the media a lot has been the real estate market and what um, you know what's going to happen to that. You know they're They've floated ideas of enormous drops in uh, in property values and whatnot. Um, we we're just saying before we press record that we've actually had quite a few clients buy in the last week. Mm. So there's obviously some opportunities out there. And you were talking about off market opportunities, and you've got some uh, mm. some numbers there for the auction world and what's happened to that in in, in a short period of time. Then. The other thing was um, we just wanted to talk about how people have adapted, I guess, a little bit just quickly. More so around the real estate agents and their virtual tours, their one-on-one tours, uh, sorry, one-on-one opens for inspections. A lot of people are getting out and doing those and that sort of thing. Um, So they're the topics, right? Um, The first one that I I wanted to talk about was that I feel like the phone calls we're getting now in comparison to phone calls I was getting two weeks ago, people are making a lot more, uh, their their decisions are a lot more calm and collected. They're not so much shitting shitting a brick instantly and then just going into this panic mode of where we need to go into damage control. 
people are a little bit more um, settled with the idea that this mm-hmm. is this is a reality. Uh, it's my, I might hang around for you know, three, six, nine, 12, 18, who, who, who really knows for, for at this point in time. But let's just say it's going to, it's going to stay around long enough that you really need to think about what you're going to do to, to uh, react and, and survive and make some good decisions. So people have, I think have calmed down a bit. Yep. Like that. Well, and we had a lot of people instantly about, uh, say for instance, with our clients having mortgages, wanting to defer repayments straight away, even yeah. though they probably didn't have to yeah. make that decision straight away. And, yeah, you're right. They're making uh, more educated uh, decisions based on their circumstances, not just rushing into something because that's what they heard someone else did. did yeah, that they knew. So yeah, I, I think that's that's on the money. A lot more. Um, yeah, thought has been put behind decisions. Yeah, um, the small businesses. They're obviously a lot more. Um, a lot of the small businesses. We've got quite a few of our referrers going out to their community with heaps of awesome information on all of the different grants and um, benefits they can get. So we won't go into those details um, here because mm-hmm. obviously they're probably the experts on those things like JobKeeper, JobSeeker and, and yes. all of that sort of thing. Yep. Um, but now there's actually some some good information out there as opposed mm. to when it was first announced a couple of weeks ago. Everyone yeah. didn't really know how this was going to play out. Yeah. Um, a lot of people yeah, thought that money was getting just deposited into their accounts. Other people thought that they had to apply for it from here there and everywhere was it through yeah. the accountant and so on and so forth so that seems to have uh seems to have sort of calmed down as well yeah so thanks to all good. those uh, those accountants and planners out there that have given uh given up their time to to convey those messages to their clients um one of the massive massive things that i think is going to start snowballing now is the banking changes mm. so we saw a couple of banks made did you read the ing ones today? yeah that, that was an interesting one that was um i believe they've pretty much put a blanket rule on certain industries. Yeah. And and who they kind of want to support and who they don't. Yeah. So we're not here to bank bash at all. We're, we're to give a, a, our unbiased opinion. But from our viewpoint, you would think it'd be more of a case-by-case mm. assessment rather than just a blanket. I mean, look at a perfect example. Um, down the road, a, a cafe that I go quite regularly to on the weekend with the family, uh, they don't – obviously, they can't have anyone eating in, but – they're just booming through takeaway mm. and they don't have the overhead and the expenses of all the staff in the, in, mm. in the cafe. They've just got the, um, the people cooking food, the chefs, and, and, but they're going through, if anything, a bit of growth yeah. in this time. And, and that's why you can't look at that compared to someone else, that another business, a cafe, unfortunately, for whatever reason, doesn't have that ability to have that trade. Yeah, um, yeah I just can't say he can have a blanket rule. Yeah, and to talk through the rules. Um, I I saw I haven't had a chance to fully fully digest it, so I won't go and act like I'm a I'm a uh, professional on the matter. Mm. But it was basically uh, it was basically forming a policy that applied a to casual employees and mm. to self employed people within certain industries. Mm. And like you said, that if you've got that cafe that has been able to work out a way to generate revenue or uh, reduce expenses and potentially even build a new business that they're going to continue with after all this is over. Because um, uh, we all know it, uh, you know, if you've got your staff and overheads and hiring and, and making sure you've got a full complement of staff to... To man the cafe on a on a Saturday morning, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a, for some people super challenging if they can just pump food out the door on a on a Uber Eats platform or something like yeah. that. A lot of businesses probably stay that that way, um, but I don't I don't think that 
the banks are making uh, or, or can possibly make a responsible move if they are going to apply a one-size-fits-all to any uh, policy. So there was a, a policy that um, the Macquarie launched a few uh, last week and any refinance and consolidation they take, no matter what, no matter from who, is now just capped at 70%. Based where, on the property value. Based on the property value. Yeah. So if you've um, if a couple of weeks before that you would have been able to get a couple of weeks ago you were always able to get eighty mm-hmm. percent. So is that applying this this um, blanket approach to picking uh, picking the deals that they want to pick that are going to probably give them more room for that property um, market dip? Yeah, and probably making yeah. room for saying, well, if there is a ten or fifteen percent dip or correction, then are we going to have are we going to start building that into into the deals that we're um, deals that we're writing, and I, mm. I still don't think that's still a one size fits all um, approach either. Just to go blanket, yeah, in maybe such a short period of time. Yeah, maybe it's it's just easier for them to to manage and control when mm. it's a, when it's a blanket approach. But I think that you I mean you've got people at the end of the at the end of the application that you know that their situations are so vastly different between two people mm. that yeah you just hope it doesn't you know affect other pe- certain people that it really shouldn't and they've been able to pivot they've been able to to be you know address the the situation differently and and on the vice versa on full-time you know workers if they've maybe um ceased work we, we've seen instances there were clients that have not working in the hospitality that have quickly pivoted into new roles mm. and there's other industries that are actually going kind of strong so they've picked up new work but try to demonstrate that to the bank is going to be a, a completely different uh, approach so yeah. it's it's it is definitely interesting times it seems like the lending landscape is cr- uh, deteriorating uh, pretty rapidly, yeah, and it's just like a domino effect. It's when one lender starts, the others follow. Yeah, and they're all going to want to um, want to obviously change with each other because no one wants to be that that. Um, you don't want to be a pioneer in this, in, no, in this no, environment. No, 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 no. You don't want to be. Uh, you don't want to be putting your own own neck out. But yeah, um, at the same time, yeah, they don't want to be the scapegoat, but they also want to make sure that they're protecting protecting their their future yeah um just enormous changes for such a short period of time we've still got no data to base it on we've still got no data mm. to base it on how long these effects are environmentally economically uh or or uh, health wise we still don't even know but then they've just gone and um taken the super conservative approach which i'm not surprised about they are australian banks at the end of the day um here's uh, another one was the employment references so the employment references are now being done right up to we've had them randomly done at um, even after approval. So just before once, settlement, just yeah. before settlement. So we've had clients ran by different banks, and they're all sort of basically the what we can what we've interpreted so far is again it's industry related. So anyone in tourism, anyone in mm. uh, hospitality, anyone in um, retail, retail, those people that run those businesses or those people that work for those businesses are getting spot checked. Yes. So if you do have an application out there and you are you 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 know you think you've already got your approval in place, fingers crossed that the banks aren't spot checking on on your file. But we are seeing that happen, which definitely fair is. enough. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. It, it's it's uh, you know good makes good commercial sense from the bank's point of view to do these things. Yeah, but. It has gone the other way for a lot of clients that were so committed to you know they've paid a deposit, they're about to settle on a property, and their world can change so quickly. So, um, but it just to be mindful yeah. of these things. Don't commit to anything that you think your circumstances might change in the short term because it can 
be flipped on its head pretty quickly. Yeah, um, I think a, a massive amount of well, a good a good portion of the banks now have also introduced the um, yeah what changes to future circumstances questions. So mm. they've got to cover off on is there any expected uh, change to your employment? Is there any expected change to your income? Yeah, um, with the with the environment the way it is now with um, COVID and blah blah. So we haven't really had too many people come back with significant changes um, no. and some are sometimes depending on the banker or the assessor you're also getting a reasonably um, uh, open-minded approach mm-hmm. in the, if a deal's already approved and you go back and say yeah look this um, this client's going to be able to um, continue their income or continue their employment because of ABC even knowing there might be a very short-term dip we've had we've had um, success with that as well yeah with that, it's been the response there has been pretty good so far. Yeah, um, give it time. Give yeah. it time. Um, so, yeah, banks. Uh, the, the question we get asked on a on a probably a daily basis at the moment: Are the banks still lending? Yes, they are. Will they will they continue making it harder for the next couple of weeks, three couple of months? Yes, more than likely. Yeah. Um, so we'll keep you up to date with uh, with those changes as we see fit. Um, the other. One was the real estate opportunities and the, the real estate market. So mm. what, what, have we, what have we got? Yeah, so fair to say that the real estate activities dropped off. I think just before Easter they uh, ceased the ability to, the government, the ability for open for inspections, even though there was one-on-ones, I think mm-hmm. when it related to owner-occupied properties. They ceased that and it seems like there was a lot of lobbying over the Easter break to change that and fortunate. Easter Monday, I think, in the afternoon yesterday, Arvo. Not that I had a lot to do. I was just <laughs> <laughs> reading the news but, um, online. But uh, then they change up, which is great because, um, you know, the world has to go on and um, I believe stamp duty equates to about 40% of revenue for the, for the state government in terms of the state taxes. Mm. So that's a significant part. So the real estate market really has to continue. Um, the interesting things, though, is the amount of the drop-off of not only scheduled auctions because they have obviously stopped um, in the last few weeks because of the ability for auctions to to go on. But if you look at the auction clearance rates, and these are the auctions that actually did be uh, were fulfilled, I mean, you peaked at 70s and 80% a couple of months ago, and that's dropped right down to, you know, 50% in, in uh, mid-March, mm. um, and that was when auctions were still going. Oh, LAR, yeah. Um, last couple of weeks has, has dropped off, and that's just long weekends and things like that. But um, but it's interesting to see the numbers are dropping off. So clients are now vendors that do need to sell their properties because they've already committed another property. They're, they still need to sell. Mm. But what we're seeing is there's great opportunity in off-market Mm. So properties that aren't going to auction or people that off-market will be happy to sell at the right price if they can get it. it I mean, we've seen a whole a bunch of clients in the last couple of weeks purchase um, off the back of properties don't not having that frenzy of yeah. you know, 20, 30 people going to the properties on the, through the weekend. There's only one buyer mm. to deal with. That vendor, for whatever reason, is motivated uh, getting getting a good buy. If there, if there was ever a good time to be purchasing and you're financially sound, mm. it would be now. Yeah, and I think especially because of it, a lot of people that were out looking to purchase in that, I'd say, I will call it from, say, October 2019 mm. through to, say, February February this year. When it was quite strong. It was yeah. it was going so strong that people were getting freaked out saying, oh, this is, what's the, what's the 
was the point here mm. because every time I go to an auction, there is that three, four bidders, and they are going a couple of hundred thousand dollars over the uh, over the reserve price. That entire aspect and that entire um, that entire um, element of fear that was instilled in the purchases is now completely gone. Um, yes. I've spoken to a number of people, but what they say between ten and ten and fifteen percent, the markets come off in just a number of you know yeah. uh, weeks or, or or the last month, yes. which is fair enough. And that was probably only that ten or so percent that it got loaded between that September October yeah. through to February. <laughs> so, correct. So the only the only correction so far, which is probably a welcome a welcome one, has been that enormous enormous amount of power that it um that it had surged at the end of 2019 start of 2020 yes so i think if we can still see that it, there's there's people out there hungry to buy there's still people mm. out there looking to sell um yeah. will will there be a bunch of distressed sales hit the market and will they be looking to looking to sell quickly who knows but yeah. we've got enough people still keen to to get out there and purchase It'll just be a matter of making sure that the, the, the banks are still willing to play ball and come yeah. to the party at their end. I think they'll probably be the one that influences it the most. Yeah, correct. Yeah, if you're a buyer ready to go, then then that's great. Get mm. out there and, and definitely, you know, whether it be using a, a buyer's agent or someone that sees those opportunities on a daily basis, that's where you're going to get a lot of value in this market and, and hopefully buy well and and settle, you know, hopefully when the COVID's done and dusted. Yeah. Which might be a few months away. Yeah. Looks, um, look, I think things are looking promising. Hopefully we don't have to talk about uh, COVID for, for too long. And nah, hopefully it's I'm not. already over it. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, but, I mean, look, we, we, we're going to keep having those conversations with customers. We're going to keep speaking with all of our referrers and friends and family about what what we sort of, what we're exposed to and what we think yeah. is going gonna, is gonna to be the best, uh, best way to navigate these these waters, but at the same time, I think as long as we can, um, yeah, as long as we can keep our heads down, keep uh, keep doing what we can, and mm. and keep delivering something to our clients of value, and that that's what every business should be doing. That's what every everyone mm. out there should be doing. Don't bury your head in the sand and think oh, it's all uh, it's all over for me. Hopefully, there's something that you can do to keep going, and we'll uh, we'll keep in touch over the next few weeks. For sure, we've got uh, yeah, we've got a, a good couple of episodes coming up, so mm. we'll uh, hopefully be able to to wrap up the COVID topic over the next couple of weeks uh, as far as what we're going to deliver and that'll be uh that'll be about it thanks sean pledge